I gotta admit, this looks good for Dylan. Oh yeah, this looks really good for Dylan. The hairs, the tip, the ball size, they're different. None of this was mentioned at Dylan's hearing. What else did the school board miss? All right, take a look at this. These are the dicks that you drew in Shapiro's class. Yeah. Right? Of course. And then this is the dicks that were drawn in the car. Oh, yeah. shit. They're These completely totally different. different. Yeah. Wow. And we checked. Every single whiteboard dick that you drew in Shapiro's class all had hairs. Yeah, I never forget the ball hairs. It's just, I mean, it's such an important part of the dick. And like the mushroom heads all off. Mine's way different. I usually just do like a, you know? And the mushroom tip. They really, that's like a heart almost. And they didn't even bring it up in your case. This is dope. This is really dope, right? Yeah, I think so. Hello and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 138. What? And my name is Scott. My name is Jared. My name is Michael. Mike, you're back. Yeah, sorry I missed last week. Do you week. feel okay? He's healed. I'm good, I'm good. Rob filled in for you. I believe the show went okay. Yeah, I haven't actually listened to it yet because I have yet to see Mother, so well, I'm, I'm going to get go. on it. Yeah. Go see Mother. People, people are still buzzing yeah. about it. I mean, for a movie that everybody hates so much, uh, it's controversial. We're still discussing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty that, unforgettable. That makes me want to see it even more. The fact that it got a cinema score of F. Oh, man. It's a crazy thing. It's it's the movie of the moment. The movie of this moment, however... A different one? Is Kingsman, the golden circle mm. shower. No, the golden... Shower circle. Shower circle. The golden circle jerk. Oh, no. Matthew Vaughn is back. So is Eggsy and all these idiots. We are prepared. We've got our statesman rum or whiskey or whatever the fuck you've got. Whiskey. Uh, yeah, we're gonna With catch no up. E. We're gonna catch up on some films and TV shows we've been watching. I don't. I don't think we have much time for that though, because Kingsman is so important. <laughs> the whole show just mainly revolves around. We're that. gonna be here for a long time. Oh, yeah. unpacking this gem. Uh, subscribe to all of our episodes on iTunes, <laughs> Google Play, TuneIn Radio, all of the podcast softwares that are available across the internet. We don't restrict you. You can go where you want. No, I think it worms its way into all sorts of weird places, like it's a like strange. Creature. Oh, it's always surprising. You know what? It's Taking like to the bottom net. of a tower. I would love for you to let us know where you found us. Yeah, yeah that's cool, right? Let us know. Just write in and let us know. Verticalviewing at gmail.com. Uh, you're, send, you're sending your thoughts and recommendations there. Uh, but if you want all of our episodes, go to verticalviewing.com. That's where the donate button is hanging out. It's just, it's waiting. Please. Right. If, uh, if you so are we, inclined. Generous donation from Seben? Seben? Apologize, Not Sabin. Sabin, I believe uh, this. Yeah, the guy from Final Fantasy three, S- uh, Sabin, the guy with the cool six in Japan. Oh yes. Sabin? I don't yeah, know. He, he has awesome. He has really cool suplex moves, right? Yeah, but the martial artist, the big buff guy. Yeah. Uh, I apologize if we mispronounced your name. <laughs> yeah, verticalviewing.com. Click on the donate button. It brings you to PayPal. That's where you can have a one-night stand with the podcast. You can help us out feeling good. Mm -hmm. If you just can't help but click buttons, that's where you do it. Well, there's also a way to have a long-term relationship with us. Yeah, you could go to vertical... or (laughs) You could go to patreon.com slash vertical viewing. Is that a forward or a backward? Um, They don't do backslashes, you (laughs) idiot. What are they for? What are they for? I don't know. Some keyboards don't even have that anymore. Yeah, on patreon.com... That's where you can become a hydrogen, helium, or lithium level subscriber at the rate of one, two, or three dollars per month. You can boss us around. Yeah. That's Tell pretty us cheap. What yeah. to watch. We got a Clockwork Orange review up on there. Review a Dune from David Lynch. Weird. Dumb. Weird. Red Watch, the Alan Smithy version. Oil paintings. Yeah. Zooming in on the cover of the book. Like a Winnie the Pooh like <laughs> episode. Jungle book. I would have liked if it was just an audio video book. Oh, man. If you like Dune, we have a great review of it. On Patreon. Yeah. Superman Returns, Chappie. Just all of our Jake Gyllenhaal love letters are there. Aussie walkabout. Uh, Yeah, and we're also doing an audio commentary of Knowing, which should be on there relatively soon. If it's not terrible. Well, that'll be for free. You don't even need to be a Patreon subscriber, so keep an eye out. That's how good it's going to be. Yeah, (laughs) patreon.com slash vertical viewing. You can check out the review of Nicolas Cage's Knowing. Well, it's it's more of an audio commentary that's going to last the entire runtime of the Netflix version 
of knowing. So already a great movie. It's going to be improved. And by the time what we have to say. the timestamp will be like one to one, folks. So we're going to make it three times better. Well, all you need to do yeah. is yes. is just where, wherever you are in the movie, just play this MP3 on your phone uh, and, and make sure it's at the same exact timestamp as you're in the movie, and that's all you need to do. Huzzah! We're going to be making fun of it and also talking about some possible connections to another movie. Because we're building out, we're we're building a theory around the film. Knowing we're really smart from Nicolas Cage and Alex Proyas. Just check Reddit. Yeah, send your thoughts and recommendations. Verticalviewing at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at verticalviewing. Check out. Well, I mean, we got to give some shout outs to our boy Anti Theory. Yeah, for all the dope tracks yeah, yeah. that we use in our show. The theme yep. song. We might have a new theme song coming soon that could be related to one of our favorite. Maybe the best movie. It might rhyme with Schmuckaroo Schmanzai. <laughs> I was I was curious where you were going to go with that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're hoping to get that up soon. And uh, guys, I'm on Letterbox. Let me, yeah, love sorry, it. sorry, I'm on Letterbox. You can find me on Letterbox. Uh, we should get on with the show, but before we do, I watched one thing quickly. Cool. I watched American Vandal on Netflix. Did you guys I, watch any of? This? Haven't, I but I've heard it it's really good. People are talking about this. I don't know if it's really good. Uh, what oh. it is is it, it's it's hilarious. Okay, it's it's you're making a murderer the jinx, uh, sort of true crime story about uh, it's maybe super bad mixed with making a murderer. I guess is what you want with uh, uh one dude is, no has been accused of drawing penises all over the teachers' cars, and it's an investigative eight part documentary series about. Trying to figure out if uh, is this, this real? This guy? No, it's not real. Okay, Are you kidding me. <laughs> uh, but it certainly comes across like it is, and it, fantastic. It, it's done in the style of a true crime story that is. Ju- it's just as compelling as those are, right? You, you start getting into these little rabbit holes of all these weird clues, and it they're, they're driving the distance. Oh, he he couldn't possibly have done this in the amount of time that they're saying. It's like then they run the the route, and like actually, it's it's three minutes under. You, you, it, yes. Theoretically, it's possible. So this is it doesn't look good for Dylan or whatever. The tongue firmly planted. In oh, it's real good. It, it it and it's it's good because it draws this dick joke out to like an eight part <laughs> mini series. That's hilarious. Um, dick jokes. Which for me, the first five minutes were super weak, really reaching for it. But then when we settle into this kind of familiar sort of true crime structure of the show you just automatically get drawn in because those shows are done in such a compelling way and mm-hmm. yeah it's Sounds fun funny. guys american I'd like, to, I'd like to check it out yeah uh also ken burns has his vietnam war documentary series out right now that is currently airing uh i'm gonna be all over that shit that sounds you guys compelling. ken burns dudes no you never you never done any of those like the civil war uh the dust bowl he did like a national park series. Not a big no. history guy, personally. This guy's a teacher, folks. <laughs> this guy's a teacher. Yeah, fiction all day. <laughs> Not a big history did guy. Did you do he one says, of these also, segments about U.S. history? Yeah, I thought one of the. I did do a trip all about <laughs> and U.S. Aren't history. Aren't you a huge fan of Dan Carlin's Hardcore History? That podcast is awesome. It's very good. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think if you're a teacher, you're kind of not allowed to say that. <laughs> it's I, it's just not my strength. Don't they just? I would be foolish to say that it was. That Aren't, don't they don't just move like it, teachers though. around? It's like you could be teaching history next week, so don't say too much here. And then I don't, <laughs> I'll, I don't just read, I'll read the syllabus. Before Listen, him. being a teacher is all about curating information, not about spewing it. I don't need to know shit. What I can do help. I, know? I just do need I to know? help you learn how to Find access it. that information. Oh, spoken like a true educator. That's my job. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have anything quickly, or should we move into this? Very quickly, I'm silliness. trying to join the conversation about Rick and Morty. I'm I'm just just into the second season. Nice. Uh, this is a great series that you have to pay much more attention to than uh, you might think it's, at first glance. It kind of hurts your brain, I think, if you watch it, too many of them. It's and so loaded every second, and just every joke, I'm laughing my ass off. So this show's great. It probably 
one of the best science fiction series yeah, uh, yeah, ever. Yeah, for sure. Well, in terms of creating sci-fi ideas and really exploring... Oh, it's brilliant. The, yeah, yeah. I think um, too brilliant for its own good, I think, almost. Could only be done animated as well. Yeah. Like, there's no oh, sure, way. Sure, sure. And, yeah. and the fact that it's animated in such a simple style, really, that, like, I, I want to use the word juxtaposition. Uh, the juxtaposition of the highbrow... Uh, concepts with the uh, lowbrow animation uh it's awesome it looks great and then everybody's eyes are just little scribbles yeah exactly <laughs> it's so good but that's right. it i'm i'm not quite to where the rest of the world is so yeah nice, yeah the, nice. the latest season is is quite crazy it, it yeah the show is insane can't wait uh michael what have you been watching uh i finished up the mist series mm-hmm. on uh on netflix right now mm-hmm. uh it's i don't know it's uh, not a lot of good actors in it. Oh, that's uh, not good. There was some interesting concepts. It sort of got to where, almost like where the book ended in the first season, but it's still going on. Uh, so they've left the comfort of the mall instead of the supermarket where where the book takes place. Uh, I don't even. I like think it, it's a short story. I don't even really. It's remember. a novella. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's okay. Like it's got some. Some exciting. The last few episodes, I was really into it, but the first six or seven, I was like, "Okay, well, that doesn't I'm, sound." I'm chopping onions. Let's just throw something on TV. <laughs> oh uh, my god! <laughs> this so, is a chopping onions yeah. kind of movie. This well, is putting in, together it, an IKEA bookshelf. Yeah, it's not. It's not even at that level. I actually, put together an IKEA piece Bar- of furniture. This barbecue. Week. I knew it. Yeah, it was a barbecue yeah. movie. Uh, IKEA. And then, <laughs> Then I watched uh, Final Fantasy XV Kingsglaive. Okay, yeah. Uh, That's a, what is that? It's like a prequel to the game, right? Exactly. It's a prequel movie that stars Sean Bean, Lena Headey, like as voice talents. Oh. Uh, And it follows the fall of Insomnia, which is the kingdom that, like you start this game. What? How, I raised my hand, sorry. Um, How is this animated? Is this animated like the game or is this like a cartoon? No, it's CG. Like it's really, like it's really good quality it's CG like the, animation. Remember the spirits within, right? Yeah, it's like the next level of that. They're they're okay, they're so definitely not, remember. It's not from like dated. Like oh, if no. you can watch this still and it looks good. Yeah, like it's it's from like this 2015. This came out earlier. That, well, that's 2016. When when, when did Final Fantasy 2016? Because yeah. there's still yeah. stuff that comes out that looks like dog shit. This so. the, like the. There are some still like if you just had some still shots of this, you'd be like, "Holy crap, those people are real!" Okay, so that's cool, really good. Cool. The story, not so much. It's way better than Final Fantasy Fifteen story because it actually gives you context. So I feel like the, I don't know why they didn't put this as the intro to the game, uh, because they just start you off on a road trip with some friends, and there's a few flashes of scenes from this movie. Yeah. That's yeah. that don't even really explain what's happening in them. Like, so the game, the game has scenes of the of this of the movie of this movie cut into the cutscenes. Yeah, it's, inexplicably though. Well, yeah, because you don't really like kind of kind of dumb. You don't really understand what's happening. Obviously, the, yeah. the city's being attacked, but you're so like, so they, well, what do the they share shit? the same name or anything? Like, Final Fantasy fifteen. It yeah, uh, they fit into that game series, I guess. Basically, this is just hammered home the fact that. Whoever is leading the ship at Square with the Final Fantasy series needs to get the fuck out because yeah. they're the, just the, running it into the ground. The food looks good. I'll tell you that. When you're eating food at these diners, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, but that's not why I play Final Fantasy. I know, Fantasy. but fo- <laughs> listeners, do yourself a favor and Google Final Fantasy 15 food. and It looks really good. It is unbelievable. It looks better than menus at restaurants or any food you might ever eat, you know? Strange. Yeah, the the story is this still makes no sense, but it's more coherent than the game is. So I give it like it has that. Okay, and it's pretty to watch. So it's also a this is just on TV. You don't really have to pay that much attention, sort of thing. I it's guess, a chopping onions kind of movie. Exactly, as well. okay. chopping onions. Then I just played a bunch of Destiny two. So. All right, all right. I played Horizon Zero Dawn. It's the best yes. game I've ever made. <laughs> Guys, do you have your Statesman whiskey ready to go? I wish. Do you uh, have your headband gel? Uh, wraps are, are you ready to go i just i got a gold circle oh that actually is kind of tattooed cool. i have to say my body you know i didn't uh, i kind of want a gold tattoo i wanted like injected yeah molten. I, wanted, I wanted good whiskey so bad though after watching them drink i wanted that. a single malt it, when it's he kept true. chirping it and saying single malt it's I true some. even if you don't 
like drinking scotch or whiskey or any type of hard alcohol, I think Kingsman the Golden Shower will will make you want to just have chug. A, have two fingers. Yeah, yeah, on the rocks, right? No, uh, I would say neat. I go neat. The, 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 as you were talking about after the move, when they come out of, uh, when they come into this basement and they get this old, you know, 40 or 50 year old bottle of the, the whiskey, scotch, and then they start pounding it and they look so satisfied with how it's good that scotch, shit tastes. Though. That one is, uh, that's when they first find... That's the Statesman. That's yeah. the Statesman yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Okay, it's got to be bourbon. This is the best part of the movie, unfortunately. And it, it all goes downhill from here. Does it not? told me us southerners get our good manners from the british i was thinking ain't that a pity y'all ain't keep nothing for yourself y'all ain't never heard of knocking for you in well i actually we had an invitation didn't we yeah how did you know yeah yeah it came in the shape of a bottle we're from the Kingsman Tailor's Shop in London. Maybe you've heard of us. Oh, the Kingsman? Yeah. Huh. That's where y'all got them fine suits and them fancy spectacles y'all got on. Exactly. That's right. Y'all look damn sharp. Let me see if I got it right here. You want me to believe that it's normal for a tailor to hack through an advanced biometric security system with nothing but a little bitty old watch on? I can promise you. That dog don't hunt. Why don't you go on and get down on your knees and tell me who you really work for? So that was a clip from Kingsman, The Golden Circle. When an attack on the Kingsman headquarters takes place and a new villain rises, Eggsy and Merlin... What? ...are forced to work together with the American agency known as the Statesman to save the world. Kingsman the Golden Circle is directed by Matthew Vaughn, and it stars Colin Firth, Julianne Moore, Taryn Edgerton, Mark Strong, Halle Berry, Channing Tatum, Jeff Bridges as well. I don't I don't want to ruin too many. There's some cameos here, right? There's one yeah. big one. Yeah, it's kinda he's in from the very beginning. I made the artwork with Elton John's face. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Pedro Pascal plays Whiskey. He's our boy from the Great Wall, right? He's our he's Matt Damon's uh, Narcos Protege yeah, yeah 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 Well no I think best known For the Great Wall Yes Really As as the Italian Sidekick Yeah sure Yeah Everybody loves it Honestly he's probably Best known at, uh, From Narcos Over on Martell Oh yeah right? Oh yes he's Game also, of Thrones I, I've seen the scene Where he gets his head Popped open or something yeah. Like a melon Yeah Wicked uh, Teeth okay, guys. everywhere there, <laughs> we're we're here to review Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Now, there's there's a lot of love for the first film. Yeah, and you guys are in that group. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed the first movie. Okay, now to me, this is the exact same thing. It sucks just as much as the first one, maybe quite a bit more, <laughs> save for some cool things. Now, tell me why this movie, The Golden Shower, was any different than the first film? Okay, very simply. So what what did you what did you like about Golden Circle? So I didn't really like the golden circle um i liked some parts of it like it had its moments but it's a mess and it was really inconsistent this isn't a complete movie it's there's yeah it feels like there's a lot missing but that the pieces that are missing wouldn't necessarily make it better um but you want me to tell you why this is different than the first one because the first one is great in my opinion it's really fun um it's uh, I don't. I, I think it talk. It's like looking at society and talking about uh, Eggsy going from being like a chav to being a gentleman, and you know he even gets the princess, and it's it's got a lot of um, 
artistic flair, like the heads exploding. That's awesome. Um, you know, th- this one. Uh, this one has artistic flair as well. I, I would argue that that, that Angkor Wat nostalgic 50s mashup set, Poppy's World, that's amazing. I, I, the, the, the art design of that is the art deco. Yeah, that's incredible. That's okay, but like this movie is... The, it, it found that action, the whole sort of zoom in and out and the way that the action is shot, that's only in, I think, one scene in the church that's scene. That's the church scene in the original, yeah. Right? Which is really cool because it's only used sparingly. In this, it's every action sequence. It's wasted. Yeah. Restraining yourself is something that filmmakers need to know how to do so they don't spoil everything. Yeah. This is... Um, uh, it's a mess. I feel I it's stuffed, but it felt like it was stuffed with nothing. Um, Julianne Moore, I really liked, um, but yeah, she's she's, just, she's really good in it. She's just she's by far the best thing about this movie. Like a deadly actress in whatever you put her in. So it's a shame that uh, she was given so little. Well, yeah, and she's got that Pleasantville sort of Stepford Wives sort of thing down, mm-hmm. and and then yeah, she's given this. Dastard. Like, you know, she's she's grinding people into hamburgers, man. It's uh yeah, it's, that it's was fun great. stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't really like this movie, um, which is a disappointment. So I'm curious, Michael, how did you feel about this? Well, I I kinda want to see it again, but not really. Only because of the angle that I was looking at the screen. Oh yeah. We were uh, close. We were pretty close to this. So I don't know if that took away so much. That Eventually, might, I got that used might to have it. actually. Yeah. Eventually, I got used to it, but like I, I, we were talking about it after we got out of the theater, and I agree one hundred percent with the whole. I, I really enjoyed the church fight scene in the first movie. Uh, I don't need to see that eighteen other times mm-hmm. throughout the second movie. Done the exact same way. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, have a really cool. So the problem with that is the action all seemed the same by the end of the movie. Like not, the big showdown was just more of the same action. Uh, I would compare this to Mila Jovovich's grand masterpiece, Ultraviolet. Oh, no, you are? (laughs) You're comparing that to that? (laughs) This... Well, um, every fight scene had no stakes, and it was just all super flashy, and, like, they couldn't top one another in that movie. The same thing happened in this. Like, the stakes were really low, it seemed. At times, um, I forgot to mention this, but when you said that the art of this, of the the evil lair was great. I thought it was a, it, that is definitely a, a memorable villains lair. Yeah. It right? reminded me of uh, rescue Rangers <laughs> and, uh, Holy shit. and the dogs specifically took me there because like there was robot dogs in rescue Rangers, oh, the robot dogs. Those were terrible though. <clears throat> yeah, I liked so the robot. I liked the robot stylist. I thought that design was super cool. Yeah. Uh, she looked like she was from uh, iRobot or something. Yeah. Right. But the dogs were just... Yeah, the movie doesn't really sell its... I mean, it's wacky, but it's also the film takes itself kind of seriously in in this weird way. I mean, the... Yeah, there's murders. Well, I don't... But the the lore. The theme music, like the score, is this... It's this, like, James Bond theme that's very serious, and it's... But then you've also got robot dogs and exploding nuclear warheads in your head and i don't think this movie knew what it wanted to be like it's it opens up with an orchestral version of country roads yeah. for uh, the 10th or 11th yeah. film this year to i use laughed that so song. hard as soon as that started because i knew you were just gonna be like oh my losing your God. shit uh but it opens with that can we just hang on it's okja i believe has country roads yeah. in it uh alien covenant has country roads in it uh logan lucky has Country Roads in it. There's another one. I think Free Fire has Country Roads in it. Oh, it totally does. <laughs> yeah. And then here we are with a fucking another one. So, like, rights expired yeah, on Country Roads? must have or John something. Denver cleaned up. And um, he didn't tell any He didn't tell any of the other studios. He's like, yeah, I'm just sleeping just, with all of you. Yeah. Oh, rolling in my money. So good. Yeah, so it opens up with this, which, fine, like, the song's, it's, it's a good song, I guess. Uh but it doesn't really go in line with the Kingsman feel because it's not British, right? It's full on the States, which is fine because the Statesmen are in this movie. But it's we're not focused on the Statesmen. We're still following the Kingsmen through the journey. And why the hell would Merlin's favorite singer be John Denver? 
Yeah, it, that makes that, no sense. He's a refined yeah. British man. A Scotsman. Yeah, yeah. The statesman could have been removed from this film, and we could have had the same thing. They didn't really have any impact no. on the N- final outcome, did they? None whatsoever. Well, the money. They just sort of yeah, financed really. it. Yeah, I, I felt like we didn't have a team-up movie. Maybe that's the point. It's still a Kingsman movie, and uh, maybe they're doing a spin-off with Channing Tatum that's the statesman film. I hope not. I really hope not, too, because... It's one of those, you know how I said sequels are rare that make the original better? I, rem- I remember talking about this on uh, Rogue One, or prequel or whatever. Anyway, this movie makes the original worse, in my mm. mind. It sullies it. Well, it, su- it sullies it. it, but also, where the fuck are the statesmen? Like, this was a global issue in the first movie, and really... No one crossed any paths. The statesmen weren't there. Yeah. They they are a terrible organization then. Like they're bad at their job. But I guess this movie shows that they really only care about the whiskey. Well where uh, where was the, the finale of Kingsman occurring? Was I, I don't it was, remember. It was, it was in like it, it was in Euro- layer somewhere. But was it in Europe? I guess it must have been. Yeah, but like the US president was there and Yeah, and yeah, the, the room full of elites. Yeah. Like it, it, so that ah, uh, fuck that. Uh yeah, this movie just, it didn't know what it wanted to be. It's tried, it's got this Americana in it, which is not important to the story at all. Because, again, we're following the Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you focusing so much on all of this crap and forcing it on the British characters? Like, A lot that, of, yeah. Well, unless unless it has something to do with the resolution of the plot, which it doesn't. Nothing at all. Right. Nothing it, at if, all. if it went somewhere, then I could buy it. If, oh, if, oh. I, I, you know what I really bugs me is when we have a spy film that abolishes the spy agency. Why does every single spy film always have the spy agency get bombed? And then it's like, oh, we're going rogue, to right? To leave the, to leave the sort of hero, uh, but resource. For me, it's like, well, I bought the ticket to watch your cool spy agency and your cool spies do their spy shit. And I didn't you tell come... me you, he's under arrest. Yeah, and the whole spy agency's been disavowed and what? it's been dissolved. God and damn the it. funding's been taken away. And I, like, you're telling me the Kingsmen don't have more than a couple seconds notice that a missile is coming to their location? Yeah. And like, what a waste, what a waste of some characters. Like, Lancelot was great. I, but no, mm. like we don't get Lancelot in this. Oh yeah, Michael uh, Gambon. No, no, like Roxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they they just got rid of so much stuff to, for a clean slate. But it like it wasn't. And why was this movie a hundred and forty one minutes long? Yeah, that one makes. Sense. There's so much stuff that just doesn't make sense in the story that doesn't need to be there because well, it's really proud of itself, right? Like this Kingsman the Golden Circle is super proud of itself thinks it's really clever and funny and it it indulges according to matthew vaughn the the initial cut of the movie is three hours and 40 minutes well, long yeah like, because everybody loves kingsman man we're gonna see like a hundred of these movies and we're just gonna keep them just cranking them out we were in the advanced like, screening and there was people clap like a lot a large applause at the end like the bullshit the this movie sucks. The <laughs> music festival doesn't need to be there. That whole thread. Glastonbury. Glastonbury. And where it leads. Glass, it's, though. It's like there's no to payoff be, Well, that. it's supposed to be lewd and funny. I feel like I'm reading a mad magazine sometimes it's, when I'm watching a Kingsman movie. That part's really crude, right? Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's, sli- he's slipping a tracking device, you know where, in, in, a, in a girl who he's... I, he doesn't slip her any... She's, I guess she's on drugs and wasted already. He slips already, a right? digit. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the one thing I liked about this scene, which they totally played wrong or, or missed the boat, was how he, like, you know, spies have to seduce women. Cool, they bring that up, but, you know, he's got his girl. He he, he's, he doesn't want to do it, so he calls her up. <laughs> like, Tildy. And that, that is my favorite part of the movie, actually, the fact that he's still with the princess from the end of one. Yeah, that's a good, that's one of the, that's one of the good moments. Like I said, some of, there are moments of... Great. Well, I think any time the movie's trying to convince you that Eggsy's a likable protagonist, it goes a long way because I don't find him likable. I don't find any reason to root for this guy. He, he Like he his friends his, smoke like meth. Th- he, hang, he hangs out with complete crackheads. I don't, I don't literally smoking meth. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't necessarily find Eggsy to be a likable protagonist. Maybe the, I don't like the actor. I don't. Maybe I'm not a fan of Taron Egerton. I, but I don't know. He was great in Eddie the Eagle. 
Yeah, I guess he's kind of taking risks. He's might be an interesting actor, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't like this guy. This I don't care about Eggsy. I don't know. Fuck the, Eggsy. The, Does anyone care about Eggsy? Yeah, man, I like him. The, the scenes when they're sitting there. And he's Aladdin. When he shows himself and he's his his real character, despite the the suit kind of thing, right? The like, dinner table the one scene. scene where he's like. It was fucking spectacular. <laughs> like you, you're laughing along with your bro. I right? think I think the dinner table scene is probably the best part of at least his, his performance. Fuck down, right? That but, part. Yeah, where he's he's meeting for the first time the the king and the queen. royal the, family, the king of Denmark, right, yeah. or whatever, and Sweden. And, Sweden, I and think, he's yeah. got these glasses. I mean, this is a sweet. It's a Star Trek movie, right? It's Star Trek mixed with James Bond. The the tech is. Uh, well, and I like that shit. It it's is just... cool, and some of it is is used in a quirky, fun way, like it is here, where you can have these dual conversations with people using these glasses. And yeah, I didn't actually like that joke. I thought it was kind of low hanging fruit. And it's okay. So this isn't a spoiler because it's in the previews, which, according to an article I just read, Matthew Vaughn fought tooth and nail to not have it. Was that Colin Firth is in this movie? Uh, so bringing Harry back, Harry, Harry, Harry back, Harry Hart, bringing Harry it's back. A spoiler to give away the name. I think that they, yeah, it might be. There are some spoilers associated with him in the movie. Well, yeah, like the the. I don't think he brought. I love his character from the first one, but I'm not sure he needed to be back for any of this. Yeah, like, we we can get into some of that. I I have serious problems with his whole arc and. You know, some of that amnesia stuff that's just completely rushed. And well, because the way that they framed him in the trailer that I saw for this movie, they, they framed him as the villain. So I don't remember really? any of that. No oh, idea. No idea what you're talking about. A very early one. It was like a like a sort of bang, bang. It was an evil shot of him shaving. No. Yeah. Interesting. That must have been some sort of misdirect. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. Not some early version of the script. That sounds more interesting than the movie we fucking watched. Yeah. So I'm I'm not a huge fan of this. That would have been awesome if, if imagine if if Colin Firth is back and he's the the main villain this time because he's all twisted because we shot his eyeball out, shot him in the head. Um. So oh, so much better. Yeah. That I just wrote it right now. Yeah. Just as we sat here. Uh, it, I yeah. want some. Greg can take some credit on that. Too. Like, put me as like a gaffer. Uh, the marketing I, crew. Do you, Do you guys like this? Uh, this opening sequence. This This taxi cab stuff. I think it was okay. I guess it's more of the same shit we got the first time around. But yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm not really sure how you can. Actually, I I kind of liked it at that point because it was start he's, off with a bang, set the tone. Right? Yeah, and he's rubbing the guy's face on the ground, and he's yeah. a robot or some shit. His hand. His hand that probably. guy's hand. That fight later on, and that that's goofy. What's yeah, it? it gets completely out of control. I guess we should, we should we know what movie we're in when when Eggsy does that awesome Superman jump over top of one of the other cars. Like, it is pretty they put dope. That in the trailer, but that's it pretty, is it's it, pretty it awesome. Really cool. It's a money shot. I don't understand how you can have this action sequence and then drive your fucking cab and turn it into a submarine. <laughs> I don't even have a windscreen. Uh, yeah, I, I just this is when it gets into Star Trek territory. Uh, high tech it's very high tech well and then this movie with the with the robo dogs it just it pushes it to a level that i didn't feel there's a lot of drones too in this movie yeah yeah i guess it didn't it, all this wacky shit didn't feel like it was earned it, it felt out of place because the movie is simultaneously taking itself seriously but then also is this wacky thing so it's riding this strange middle ground where i felt like i didn't know whether or not it was supposed to be yeah i think it's kind of funny or or stu- i think it it fails like in the in the first one when we got that little bit of absurdity with the 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 colorful explosions at the end that's just a touch it's earned and it's a just little enough bit, right? right yeah just like in this one they they overdid the action that they took from the church scene in they've also overdone the whatever they were they they attempted to do with that explosions they've just gone it feels like another director's come in and just said let's make it even wackier uh than the first time around because that's why people liked it 
more of the same, more more of that. Pour it on. But there is there are things I do like about this, and they sort of had an interesting start, right? This, we're talking about the Statesman. That's such a perfect analog, like an American version of what the Kingsmen represent, right? We are tailors. We are these dapper, iconic British gentlemen, right? Like this is we are sort of what. What the archetypal British gentleman is like, as like a spy, we're on Savile Row. Yeah, is and where then in the, the American version of that is sort of like what's the prototypical American, like the Marlboro Man, right? Like that's your American icon in terms of imagery or something as like a hero or like yeah, a Jack Daniel. Yeah, and so that's who we have. The version that we get in America is the statesman, and they're whiskey makers right like they're not tailors they they make and therefore much wealthier yeah i guess you're right right they have all the cool high-tech bullshit is jeff bridges good in this movie is nah, channing tatum his hair is really bad channing is, tatum is awful in is this. channing tatum even necessary in this movie no, no. the Could one you- moment that i liked him in he was dancing like you could have removed and that him. looks like it was just between shots almost <laughs> yeah he was just having some fun like there's a scene where he's interrogating them and he's attempting to intimidate them with these threats to another character and in none of it works at all like it, it, this all feels like it's re- pulled out of a longer cut maybe a 3 hour and 40 minute cut who knows what happened to like why is Halle Berry in this movie yeah, uh, ginger ale. Another, yeah, that is laughable, right? So you, bad. Do you guys get it? All of their names are drinks: tequila, oh. whiskey, ginger ale. But they're she's a soft drink, not a yeah. hard liquor. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it, man. Fuck. Um, the Elton John cameo to me. Uh, this is not a spoiler, I don't think. He plays himself, himself, and he's in the movie all the way through. <laughs> Uh, this is mostly useless, right? This is mostly unfunny. This is mostly uh, it has one of the funniest moments in the entire movie. Which is, I actually liked every time we saw Elton. Why? Because he's funny. The, the okay the jump kick, yep, breaking the fourth wall was hilarious. I I suppose that was good. I I I got behind that moment, but it when he's yelling it, get out of my room. It feels so self aware and so winking at. D- did that moment not come across as desperate to you? Uh, not necessarily <laughs> desperate. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> it Am I not allowed to? Well, I feel like they knew it wasn't working, and they this is this is a hail mary. Say, hey, in case you weren't laughing, in case you didn't get that this cameo is supposed to be ironic, don't you get it? Elton John's in this. Isn't it funny? He's wearing a feather hat. I mean that's probably what Elton John wore to set that day, but well, it op- <laughs> it opens up with like a report that he's been kidnapped, right? The movie. Yeah, I think it's it's you could have chosen any famous singer. Uh, I think it's important that like it doesn't make sorry, but it doesn't make any good use of Elton John's personality, does it? It yeah. that's actually a failure. No, and I I wanted to mention this because. Elton John is like famously he he's famous for having gotten clean and he's a big uh, apparently a big proponent of uh getting clean and to the point where when El, uh when Eminem was like really into uh a lot of drugs he went and stayed at Elton John's house and got clean with his help. Really? Yeah. Well that's what like there was that whole feud between Elton John and Eminem for a while, right? Remember, he was saying, uh, I think he called him homophobic, and there was line in Stan about Elton John, right? Didn't he say sang it for him at the Oscars or some shit like that? Or there's a connection, but I feel embarrassed for him being in this movie. Kind of, I don't know. He got some money for it. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I know, but just watching this, I don't know. It's a train wreck to me. It's a, it's a fucking Austin Powers movie. That's kind of what I was just thinking, and honestly, like it was a little yeah. bit. That's okay. Yeah. I liked Austin Powers. Yeah. See, I do I too. I do this, too. You're right. This was more like an Austin Powers movie, but it wasn't trying to be one, which is the problem. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. It's riding this strange line between like taking itself weirdly seriously and then just like find a side to go with here. Like, are you, are you kind of a sleek, stylish James Bond with violence or are you like this weird turbo kid? <laughs> Just turn it spy down. movie. I think you just got to turn it down a bit. 
the craziness. Like we were saying, you know, in the first one, using things with restraint. And then in the second one, completely abandoning that restraint altogether and just ratcheting everything up. I think we should get into spoilers here. Yeah, let's do it. The spoiler being that Harry Hart has amnesia and we can bring back anyone we want with power gel. Yeah, headshots don't kill people. So, but Mark Strong's dead for sure, right? Which is landmines so, kill people. That yeah. sucks. That really sucks. They made Country sure. Roll. Really, I hope they bring his his brain back in some sort of robot or something. Or, but I, I was really sad. Mark Strong had to go. Yeah, I was super pissed at that. Yeah, it's pretty um, pretty lame. But the Harry Hart amnesia stuff for me is such a waste of time. As the audience, we're aware. He's, go- he's going to get his memory back. He's the, the regular Harry Hart. It's only a matter of time before we get to that point. And the movie is just in such a rush to get there. It just seems completely uninterested in any of this shit. When they're trying to get, oh, come on, Harry. Yeah, the Let, water. Let's jog thing. your memory. It's so dumb. Can we remove just all of Just make it that? work that first time and, and we're good. Because it seems to be really easy to do it to everyone else later on. Yeah. Why did they can do it to Pedro Pascal immediately? They show him a photo of his fucking wife, and he's yeah. like, "Got it, we're good to go." Thanks. Yeah. Well, that's, Brrr, like, that's good like, to go. Uh, t- Leo's top in uh, it's his totem, I guess, or it's like the sixth day starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. His trigger. Um, yeah, I f- I fucking hate this movie and the amnesia <laughs> stuff. You could have removed altogether. And had the same effect. It's just so obligatory. Oh, man, the whole whiskey thing. But it's so desperate to get this chapter over with and just get back to slow-mo zoom-in shots of people getting their heads blown off. And, like, and lassos cutting people in half. Yeah, it, like again, Johnny Mnemonic. Is this supposed to be funny? Or is it supposed to be silly? Or is... I, I can't tell. I, and I felt like our screening, despite clapping at the end... Still didn't really know what to make of a, a lot of it. was a confused clap. It was like... Right? But I feel like people didn't know whether to laugh or cheer at some of these moments that are supposed to be... There's the, grisly murders. Yeah, but they're supposed to be funny, I suppose. It's not Deadpool. Uh, no. Don't even bring that up in this same conversation, please. That's a great film. Don't you dare. Um, So, after we get Harry rehabilitated, back to the old Harry, we have... Again, obligatory being a word I'm going to use again. We have a bar scene that is... We're just all of a sudden having drinks at the bar, and a man calls him... I think he drops an F-bomb on him or something. Like, you can't be here. You're not American. Yeah, and he picks yeah. he picks a fight with him, if only for the reason that it has to mirror the first film. And this is funny, because just this is about an hour into the movie, maybe, and it's at this moment when I said to myself in my brain, hey, you know what? This movie's not so bad, because they're not recreating... You know, they're just not re-stepping on all of the same beats that the first movie did. This is actually a different thing. At that exact moment, we have a recreation of the the famous manners maketh man, you know, lock the door smash the glass into the guy's head and it i mean it doesn't work there's a bit of a twist this time right he's not necessarily as he's not fully uh, he's missing an eye he's not sharp right perception is 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 that the point they're trying to make i think that's because that happens a few times when he shoots the dart at the computer and misses or the guy hits the computer instead yeah his aim is off yeah he needs to get that new depth perception dialed in i was okay with that because i liked the twist it's just that the we didn't need the whole friggin fight with whiskey showing off oh man whiskey is whiskey should not see that the whiskey and the whole twist if he had thrown that yeah and then just got punched and then we just like cut to maybe the outside of the bar and the dudes get throwing out the window and that's it or something like that. because we can imagine that same scene playing we don't need to see it again yeah, I, I again, I don't know why that's there. And we we rush. The editing is so bad in this movie that we all of a sudden cut to that, and there's no buildup that that makes that scene. I don't know, make any sense. Yeah. Uh, and then the worst scene in the movie, <clears throat> you were losing your mind during this, is this gondola scene where, for some reason, this it, isn't a thing. It has a it has a spinning mechanism which doesn't exist. Uh, and this is well, it's a security measure. 
what is happening? In this? Can you explain to me what's going on here? They're they're making so somehow the gondola has been hacked, and uh, the this gondola rotates like one of those spinning restaurants, <laughs> the gravitron. Yeah, but it ends up like a gravitron, and they're just stuck on the outside. And it also is set up on the mountain like a quarter pipe that launches into a cavern or chasm. Mm-hmm. So it's really safe. And and we're trying to get the antidote here because the the, the main overall plot is going on is Julianne Moore at, ha- the, at has the top. There's tainted, a lab at the top of a mountain. She's a giant drug dealer and she's tainted her entire drug supply with this this poison. So to there's me, a blue rash spreading th- around the I, world. I got to be honest here. This is kind of a nice little plot line. I think as as far as a villain's uh, motivation goes. Yeah, Julianne Moore is wicked in this. Yeah, but I think this this actually makes kind of some sense if if you're looking at it from the perspective of of a villain's dastardly plan. This one's not as bad as you can get in other movies. What did you think about the way it plays out in the president's Oval Office? I love that. I thought that was great. That's yeah. a nice little commentary on where we are right now. And you could easily see Donald Trump just saying, fuck all these drug addicts. Let them die out. It, they're no good to us anyway. It'll yeah. make society better. I I really like that allegory and and um, the movie plays with it well. I don't know if you need everyone in individual cages. Uh, that was kind of <laughs> that weak. was so weird. Why don't you just put them all in one giant cage? It's a really poor use of space. Why don't you just let them like yeah leave them out in the open and just guard the exits? And also, why if you're paralyzed? So stage one is uh, dance moves, I guess. Right. Stage two is paralysis. When you are paralyzed, why do you you don't just stand up, do you? It dep- I don't know. Nobody how- falls over during this. Uh- okay, so here's here's an issue I have as well. I think in the description it says paralysis sets in and you, your breathing stops. But then these people are just standing there for hours before they die. I can't and hold then your my brain- breath for hours. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. This the actual <laughs> uh, way this pro- plays out does not. Add up. But I kind of like this idea of poisoning the drug supply. You could imagine the DEA just saying, let's just fucking do that. Let's just fucking poison like a bunch of drugs. You know how you win the war on drugs? Just kill them. Fentanyl. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so we also have bi- uh, biogel. Like we can just repair. Yeah, head- headshots. Who gives a fuck? So this movie doesn't have any consequences at all they the wrap first, your head in the bandage that fills with l- power gel but the first movie has absolutely no consequences now right where if, head, if yeah if you go back and watch the first film now with with the expectation of of any sort of consequences to your characters like emotional implications there are none there are none because th- this whole time there was biogel and they just didn't bother using any of it well only the statesman had it is that is that how that, we get around that? Yeah. yeah, they didn't share that tech with their counterparts. Of course. They didn't even know they were actually brother organizations well, until they found of, the umbrella, right? Yes. I, I do kind of so bad at what they do. How would you not know? If you guys are intelligence agencies, you would not know that there's a like a shadow ver- a partner twin like, version it, of your organization in America? I, I, it's so yeah. Wouldn't you assume that there would Ridiculous. be one, right? Where were the statesmen they're so secret they don't know about each other, guys. Yeah, and where were the statesmen, you know, during all of the other adventures that, well, that the yeah. Kingsman had? Samuel Jackson, his character Valentine. He's American. He's American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was he not on the statesman radar at all? Um, this movie's bad. Yeah, if you if you told me in terms of screen time that Elton John would be in this more than Channing Tatum, wouldn't have believed you. From what I understand, Channing Tatum actually was given well, originally Pedro Pascal's role. Really, and, and Channing didn't... Channing Tatum's scheduling conflicts prevented him from actually being in the movie. Logan Lucky. That explains his behavior in some scenes. He's just not like in this movie at all. He he's he seems like a different character in certain scenes, and that totally explains I think it. The way they did that is they just shifted his character, so they'd already filmed a bunch of things with him. As he has a whip in the beginning. Yeah, and he's going to be showing up later in the film, maybe to, you know, double cross them or whatever. They just literally replaced the character whiskey and tequila, uh, which shit. And and you can tell because he just they made him a drug addict is sort of how they got around that. They cheated around that and just said, or like he's he. 
they they never really he's have to explain of, what you do, right? Like Channing Tatum's character probably would have done cocaine. You think so? Yeah. That would have been his drug of choice? No, he would have been at a bar and drunk, and then he would have been in the bathroom and done cocaine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like the, the way that this movie blurs the line. I mean, one of the president's own... AIDS. AIDS is... She is... Gets the blue veins going. And yeah, and she's ta- she's she says something about chemical... Uh, chemical assistance yeah and, and she yeah. but she says something like how can this you know how can you let this happen to innocent people and then the veins start coming out and bruce greenwood looks at her and go not that innocent yeah he does such a good job yeah that's that's presidential as fuck right uh yeah we're really bummed merlin's out of this is he coming back though do we have any way of bringing mark strong our gonna, latest man crush. Can we bring him back into this? If the trend continues and the number three is as is as much oh that's bad English like, is <laughs> as bad comparatively to the previous one. Like if if we're going if, if we're on a further downward trajectory, yeah, then they're gonna come back and there's gonna be like a Mark Strong bot. That would be cool. And he, no, it wouldn't. Yeah, it would he's the only remotely Remember interesting the dogs? character? The robot dogs. Yeah. You're going to get one of those, but it's going to be Mark Strong. To me, he's the only remotely interesting character in this. Like, I, I, I wanted him to be the, the lead, really. He's better than Q, for sure. <laughs> they rehash so much. Like, there, there is a lot of rehash in this. Like, just when he was handing out the gear and he picked up the big knife, yes. paused for a second. This like, is for me. This is for me. That's just like him saying, no, this is mine, when he's talking about the gun at the end of the first one. Like, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. He's he's just way more interesting and likable than, frankly, Colin Firth or Eggsy are. They they both come across as too, too smug, too full of themselves to be likable. Uh, at least from me. For me, for me. At, at his age now, it's getting difficult to see Colin Firth as capable of the kind of like acrobatics and combat that we see in these movies. There are so many flip twists in this movie. Oh man. Right? Where like how many degrees do, do people rotate in this film? Well, T- Taron Egerton Exy does these 1080. Does these yeah, At twist minimum. flips. We saw another movie recently with a ton of twist flips in it, didn't we? Fuck. Mm. The Tanya Harding story? Hi Tanya? No, I think we saw some guys. Um do you guys do you guys like this finale? I do. I got to be honest. It, the final battle in this Pleasantville stuck in Angkor Wat or something. I it's thought like a Fallout. I all of that looked amazing to me. Um and that setting like that set was the best part of the movie. Yeah, it's too. pretty cool. Totally. I think that's really memorable for for a finale and and having the whole f- climactic fight happen in a burger diner. From the fifties, I mean, you don't see that in in most sort of comic book kind of movie. It, it's really unique, I thought. And also, turning Pedro into cool a style, turn him into a burger. Why yeah. the hell is it's the right. Statesman Brewery shaped like a bottle of whiskey? Well, that's just dumb because like it's a comic makes... book movie. Okay, yeah, that's actually completely ridiculous. Yeah, and their office is in the cap. Uh, I don't, I don't. Viva la vegan, right? Is that what we <laughs> we unlock the uh, <laughs> the antidote with that? Uh. Um, but I don't like this twist. I got to be f- pretty honest. This this tacked on lazy twist of of whiskey being of against agent whiskey being sort of this mastermind, or at least he's not even a mastermind. No, like he didn't make that much he, sense to me. He just took advantage of this opportunity yeah. to perhaps make the statesman more money. Let's let all of these drug addicts die off because now statesman will be the number one. No, because my wife. No, I, that was some, his plan because my wife okay. got killed in the crossfire. Re- I hate all drug yeah, dealers. Yeah, like two meth, drug users. Two meth yeah. heads. Okay, okay. Got a new argument. Killed his wife and his pregnant wife. Uh, but he also did mention how booze is going to be the the next big thing too. So yeah, it's, make the states it's a money. double whammy. Win uh, win for it whiskey. Yeah, it makes. It Stupid. makes no sense. That's, that's such a tacked on twist. It's bullshit. It's they and it's so clever. It thinks it thinks it's such a clever thing. Like this this movie's so fucking full of itself, man. I can't handle it. Uh, yeah, let's give it low score. I am giving it a low score. What? How low? Because I want to join you in that. Act. I'm 
definitely giving it a five and a half. Barely watchable. I like it. I'm going to hit a six. Because <laughs> generous. some of the moments that I liked were like laugh out loud or fist pump worthy or, you know, I, I enjoyed myself and I, I have to be honest and say that. So six. Yeah. You know what? I, I think I, I agree with you on that one. I'm giving it a six too because there were moments that I enjoyed it mm-hmm. and then... So there was some salvageable stuff in this. I didn't absolutely hate my time at the theater. It I is just, easy to watch. I just, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's okay. I, I could eat popcorn and watch this. It, uh, it's just not a good movie. A lot of people will disagree. And you can put this on in the background. Well, yeah, it yeah. is a you assemble it's a, it's bar. It's an onion chopping movie. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to see this this weekend. I think a lot of people are going to love it this weekend. I think it's going to do okay. I think it's going to make a lot of money. I think people are going to. Be singing country roads at work. Well, yeah, and I think they're going to demand a third one, and we're going to get a third one, and we're going to review a third film in on this podcast. Let's hope that the trend does not continue. I would be okay with a third if he fucking did it right. Well, yeah. I think they kind of know that they fucked up the Channing Tatum thing, and they have him on the back burner, I guess, for the third part, and he might play a bigger role. Because he just strolls into Savile Row at the end. It sucks. Yeah. Well, because will Eggsy continue on as a Kingsman now that he's a prince of Sweden? <laughs> this movie's dog shit. And his wife is pretty cool about letting him do it in the Put butt. Put it in the butt, yeah. Yeah, that, that's fun. We didn't get any sort of stingers about bum sex in this no, one, No, because there we? is two more butt sex jokes in this movie. If you see Kingsman, the golden shower, circle jerk, and you agree or disagree <laughs> with our takes, please email verticalviewing at gmail.com. Let us know what's up. Yeah. Next week on the show, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know. It's up in the proverbial air think, in a vertical sort of direction. Think that it's going to be Flatliners 1990 versus Flatliners 2017, right? I think that sounds more interesting than Made in America. Yeah. American Made. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise. Tom cruise is Is running drugs or something like that in a film that we've seen 3,000 times before. I don't want to review it, but apparently it's all right. We'll see. We'll see. We haven't made up our minds. Yeah. Help you'll, us decide. Tell us what yeah. to do. Yeah, you'll find out. Because Lego Ninjago is not really up our alley. I don't we think we probably don't need to no. go see that. Email verticalviewing at gmail.com on Twitter at verticalviewing. Where is your reality happening on the internet? Uh, it occasionally happens to myself and others at uh, Jared underscore Sergeant. Oh, that's on Twitter. From time to time, I'm at Michael R. Lind on Twitter. At Scott Wilson BC. That's with two L's. Uh, Find me on Letterboxd. Please. So dope. I have 28 followers now. I feel really proud of that. Growing. Mm-hmm. Go to verticalviewing.com. Click on the donate button. Get yourself into a short-term relationship with the podcast. A one-night stand, if you like. Show us some love. Yeah. You can just donate once. Get in and get out. Drop a penny in. Get we, the fuck out of there. We love it. We you appreciate it. You can donate it. twice if you want. You're that awesome. Too. We love you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If yeah. you're still here. Also, if you if you make a donation, I kind of want to uh, throw this out there. If if you make a donation, uh, and it's two or three dollars or more, email verticalviewing at gmail We may be able to send you Patreon content just as a little gift Ooh. to get you in there. Uh, Patreon.com slash vertical viewing, however, is where you can perhaps get a copy of Jared's Return of the Jedi notebook. We're one page away from completion, and I think that... Uh, It'd be a fun thing to do. Let us know. If you want some of our notes uh, on films... Lots of doodles in here. Cool artwork inside of a cool notebook that has Return of the Jedi on the cover. Yeah, Shit. it looks like a paperback. Yeah, it's a paperback converted into a notebook. It's really neat. Patreon.com slash vertical viewing. Become a subscriber. One, two, or three dollars per month. You could order us around, tell us what to review, including Clockwork Orange. Which is weird and awesome. You loved it. You gave it a high score. I thought I it was okay. Movie. I love the book too. We got a hater. Okay. We got a Kubrick hater on the podcast. Just like My a Den- score was around what yours was. A Denny Villeneuve <laughs> hater as well. Whoa. Take that back. I never said I hate Denis Villeneuve. Uh, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash vertical viewing. Sign up to become a patron. You can also find our episodes. They are on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. All around the wormed, web. Yeah, they, they've wormed their way across the internet like some sort of... Slime mold? Slimy Area X spreading everywhere. Yeah. 
Uh, is is there anything that you, on your minds as far as a final thought goes, Red? Have you prepared for this? No, um, no, you never do. I'm not really doing this. Oh, so it's over already, or yeah.